When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The wait is almost over and we are almost ready to ride into a new football season. Oh my God, you can get ready for NFL Week 1 action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To celebrate the return of football, DraftKings is giving new customers a can't-miss offer. Bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. Want more action on opening night? Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. Get up 7 you win. Bet on any NFL team of your choice, and if your team leads by seven points at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR. That's promo code DNVR to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. you got to be 21 or older, Colorado-only. Bonus is issued as free bets. One early win token issued at opt-in. Moneyline bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. All right, we are officially riding into football season. Will, <laughs> let's ride. Let it coming down to ride it. The Broncos have trimmed their roster down to 53 men. They cut a bunch of guys. They brought a bunch of guys back. We didn't do a podcast immediately after the roster trimming because a lot of it's for show. Yep. Go through waivers. Some guys are coming back. We're going to talk about uh, some of those key players, who they were able to bring back, maybe some of the surprises that uh, were released and didn't come back, the Malik Reed trade. Uh, mm-hmm. Holy shit, a lot. A lot happened. But it is funny how that works. You know, we're just like, we're scrounging for stuff to talk about. And then one week hits and we can barely fit it onto the page. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's, it's like, avalanche. yeah, it's like being constipated and then it all comes out at once. And yeah. And then you have some prune juice and suddenly you don't know what to, you feel 10 pounds lighter. Yeah. But you're also questioning your entire existence. Existence. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 
we were talking about it just every day, every day now. Mm -hmm. So um, today's episode also sponsored by DraftKings, DraftKings Sportsbook. Just got to use code DNVR when you sign up over there and benchwarmerbrew.com. That is my coffee company. And tomorrow, September 1st, Oh God, what's he doing? Uh, uh, uh. Oh, no. no. So we got some of Tom's tea bags. Breaking news. Yeah. Will's got to get 100,000 subs before he gets his own product. Is that how you, it works? You're about to get to 10,000, which means yeah. you get a, a mug. I'll send you a mug. <laughs> okay. And then. Wait, do I get my own will... like branded mug? What's that? Do I get my own like personally branded mug or do I just get a mug? No, you get a mug. You get a you get a brand you get your own branded once you hit a hundred thousand subs. That to me is more important than the plaque. Yeah. Will's Will's Wild Coffee. Yeah, it's wild and it's spiked with uh ayahuasca wills yeah <laughs> ayahuasca coffee ayahuasca coffee to be honest i i didn't even know and i consider myself someone who's like vaguely street smart had no idea what ayahuasca was before aaron Rodgers talked about it oh really yeah hmm. Hmm. is it a thing oh yeah dude <laughs> is it like peyote or something kind of i mean you know they're all they're all in different categories of hallucinogenics, but okay. back in, let's see here, 2008, nine, I was thinking about uh, paying to do a trip to South America to do ayahuasca. Oh, man. <laughs> I was on my own spiritual journey back then before I realized it was all bullshit. And I uh, was like, oh. I want to go there where they have this whole process and they guide you through the, the trip. And then you see God or the afterlife or some shit and you learn about yourself. I was like, I want to do it. Cause I was trying to figure out my life. And that's usually like when you're, when you're looking at all that stuff, you've got a lot of things in your own world you haven't figured out. So yeah, I, I for one don't want to gaze into my own life or being, or life force. I don't, I don't want to know what's in there. Yeah. Not interested. Yeah. This podcast does not endorse psychedelics or hallucinogenics. We only endorse the traditional drugs. Yeah. The ones that ruin your liver, brain, or heart. Yes. The good ones. Mm. (laughs) Just kidding. Uh, Although I just kidding. I want to do I need some psychedelics because I feel like I just need to open up my mind to more creative possibilities. That's why I want to do it now. If it helped me, if it helped me make better thumbnails, then yes, I would do it. Hundred percent, it would. <laughs> um, yeah. All the Broncos should not do drugs. We are anti-drugs for our football players. Yeah, all the Chiefs, Raiders, and Chargers players though have at it. Yeah. I mean, all it's going to get you is an MVP in a first-round playoff loss. So <laughs> All it's going to get you is 73 home runs. Ooh, Barry Bonds. 
different kind of drugs. Okay. Don't endorse those either. No. We are pro uh we are pro anti drugs. And that's why we're the twelfth best Broncos podcast. Because <laughs> we like to take a stand. We do. Okay. Your guy, Malik Reed, traded to yes. the Steelers. Yes. Um that was a surprise. If there's one move that like surprised me, it would be that one. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. And actually, you know what? I disagree. Um, <laughs> getting rid of him doesn't necessarily surprise me. I was a little surprised that they were able to get some compensation for him. Oh, um, because he had a he's coming off a pretty bad season. He led the team in sacks, I think, with eight and a half back in 2020. And then he he showed that last year in, in you know a more expanded role after the Von Miller trade, he just kind of got pushed around in the run game. And I'm, you know, when I think about him now, I have flashbacks to that Eagles game where they're running all over us and he just got cleared out. Like he was a non-factor in trying to stop the run. And so you already have a guy like that, Nick Benito, who is <laughs> right. a situational not pass rusher. And no, like, you know, not, not trying to insult him, but like that's his role right now is he's not a run stopper. He is uh Pretty pass much rush special. pass rush specialist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So being able to trade him to a team that's going to use him was was good for him. And they get, you know, it's not like a not like they got a second or a third round pick, but to uh to help yourself out in the draft a little bit when you're already you know, you don't have the first round pick, you just get a little more ammo. Maybe you get to move up. Maybe this is the the pick that puts us over the top. You never yeah. know. So they, they essentially they're they're going to net a sixth rounder out of Malik Reed, right? Yeah. Because they sent him with the seventh to the Steelers, so they didn't even add a full pick. They just got one pick better. They got a round. Um, they got a round better. Yeah, a round better. Um, yeah, I I mean. When you look at the depth chart now at the edge, you've got Chubb, Gregory, Baron Browning, who I feel like we all knew was going to be really, like, really excited for, for Baron Browning. Yeah. He's going to be like the number three guy. Then the Nick, Nick Bonito, uh, he wasn't going anywhere. Yeah. Obviously. But I thought like Malik Reed would be behind those two. And, you know, maybe it was Jonathan Cooper uh, who was out, um, but apparently he had a, a pretty good camp and they're excited about him now that he's healthy. Yeah, so, Cooper's a, a George Payton guy, whereas Malik Reed is a an Elway pickup too. Yeah, he's we're younger. learning. It's a lot easier to move on from guys that aren't your own. That Thank is you, very Raiders. true. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, Raiders. The Raiders are probably the prime example of that josh mcdaniels um no no stranger to getting rid of first round picks bye 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 from from previous regimes yeah they like i'm surprised they didn't try to hold on to alex leatherwood and at least get some i feel like you can work with a guy who his the problem is technique and get some better tape on him to actually generate a trade or just work with him for another season and see if 
you can correct some of those problems. Like offensive linemen, I feel like there's, unless it's, you know, a a star uh, player, high caliber guy. And he, I mean, he should be when you take him 17th overall, but like they can take a couple years to really develop uh, at the position because I think it is a, it's a big jump for some players. So that's, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, no kidding. I mean, uh, too, like he played inside at points last season and he played a lot better than when he was out at tackle. Right. He's really, really sloppy at tackle and a lot of penalties too. But you kick a guy inside and he shows, you know, a little more promise than, you know, who cares where you picked him? Just play him inside. Yeah. Play him but, at guard. I, I, it's just, it feels like McDaniels and uh, Ziegler are, Really, really trying to wash their hands of the Gruden Mayock regime. Um, oh, yeah, as you well know. And now, uh, Leatherwood goes to the Bears, another team known for really doing a good job with their offensive linemen. So, yeah, promise. I wish him well. Good luck. Um, good luck. He should get some snaps there. Yeah. Uh, the, I guess, the uh, feel good story from the Broncos. Jalen Virgil becoming the 18th undrafted free agent in the last 19 seasons to make the Broncos 53 man roster. So that was the other, I think position group where we had a lot of questions because it looked like there was just uh, a lot of depth for the Broncos Yep, and we didn't know who was going to be on the outside looking in after the roster cuts. uh, But Jalen Virgil makes it, doesn't have to do, didn't even have to do the waiver thing. Uh, yeah. Right now, their, their depth chart that I see, Sutton, Judy, Hamler, Tyree Cleveland, Jalen Virgil, and Montrell Washington. I think so just six guys there right now. The, the big surprise to me, I thought, was Tyree Cleveland. Staying with him there? Yeah, because he was hurt, and... I think obviously Seth Williams played well. Kendall Hinton's played really well. That was, um, you know, Jalen Virgil actually showed a a lot of speed. He's kind of known yeah. for being speedy, but I think he won the coaches over, making some really physical, like handsy catches. There's one against the Bills, uh, and then another great one at the in the second half, I think, of the Cowboys game. That you know, that's. It's rare to find out of a guy who's, you know, known for just being fast. Yeah. And I think like George Payton said, you know, speed's really important in this league. And that was one of the things that contributed to uh, bringing Jalen Virgil back. Uh, Kendall Hinton, they, they waived him, but he's back on the practice squad. So that's nice. Uh, all of the the players that the Broncos released, no, none of them were claimed on waivers, which at first you're like, yes, we can bring back whoever we want. And then in the second part of that, you're like, but wait, like, why didn't any other team insulting. Want, yeah. Yeah, want our guys? It's like the Jets had a ton of players claimed, I guess. Oh, did they? Yeah. It's like our roster is better than the Jets, but you never know. You never know what other teams are thinking. Um I really do love the fact that it's a 16 man practice squad now permanently. Right. That it's helps. Nice to have reinforcements and, and not having to cut bait with guys when it's just like purely a numbers game. 
think that I don't know. And yeah. it keeps the team nice and deep and, and ready for when there are going to be injuries. And it's a 17 I mean, game season now too. So probably didn't the, the NFL yeah. only do that with for COVID? Didn't is that the only reason that they increased the practice squad, or did that happen during the CBA? I think that it happened because of COVID. Um, yeah. It might have been baked into the new CBA, though. Yeah, and that's like that's what's fucked up is. Because the practice squad, NFL teams don't have to pay those guys very much money at all. Like they yeah. are paid not a lot of money. And when they're talking about getting that 17 game season, one of the things a lot of people wanted was like two more roster spots. So that mm-hmm. instead of 53 men, it was like 55. Maybe I think even they wanted like 56. Yeah, which which feels fair. It feels like I, a team should be able to dress three quarterbacks, right? Yeah. It's strange that in a quarterback-driven league that you're only two injuries away from having to play Kendall Hinton at quarterback again. Right. But you you have to pay salaries to three extra people and NFL owners – that eats into their profit, so they did not want to increase. Uh, like, a really good point, you know. I they, don't know how that's not good for the teams, for players. Like, yeah, what? Okay, thirty-two. That's like ninety. If it's two, if it's two extra spots, that's sixty-four extra jobs every year. If it's three, that's ninety-six more jobs for guys for roster spots to make actual uh, uh, wages, like some decent money to buy themselves some time if it doesn't work out. But this whole process is fucking weird. Okay. Because this is another thing that's ridiculous. The Broncos had to cut Mike Purcell and Eric Tomlinson. Yeah. (laughs) And those two men had to agree that, they would come back and re-sign with the Broncos after they were cut. So it's a it's a procedural move because they had to cut those guys so they could keep Greg Dulcich and Michael O.J. Mudia and then move Dulcich and Mudia to Dude. IR. Like the yeah. fact that the NFL makes them do that is it's so bizarre. It's stupid. And Purcell and Tomlinson, right? They're they're not waived, so they don't go through the waivers. They're released, meaning they can sign with other teams. But if Peyton's like, hey, we're going to sign you back, we just have to do – like, why wouldn't why wouldn't you be able to do that before, right? Like, we're going to move these two guys to the IR list now, and then we'll keep Purcell and Tomlinson. It's really dumb. There's a lot of red tape that goes into this. Um, and for, you know, the most successful, most profitable league in – I, don't, I was going to say the world, but it's probably, you know, some dumb soccer league. No offense to soccer fans. But the most profitable league in this country. It's Manchester United, you fuck. Probably. probably they earn more money than all of the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, continue. The beautiful game. Um, the fact that you have to, like, jump through all these hoops is strange. It's like, yeah, take a page out of, like, MLB or – well, maybe not MLB because I don't really pay minor leaguers anything. Uh, but the NBA seems to do things pretty straightforward. Um, I don't know. This also just like cut down day to me makes me feel 
like grateful now for the USFL and soon yeah. to the XFL because before then it's like so many guys get cut. What do they do after this? They go work insurance jobs or at a restaurant or yeah. God knows what. And it's, now there's like actually outlets to get better at football and to hone their craft and give it another shot next year. Yeah. I mean, it, I won't be surprised if like Josh Johnson's on the Broncos practice squad and then decides he's going to do some USFL ball and yeah. <laughs> make some money in both the, the spring right, and right. you know, the fall. Um, totally. But yeah, those, those leagues are completely needed. And like I said that in yesterday's episode before, like I got into making joke after joke about whatever, like, like I'm, I don't want it to come off. Like I'm making fun of any guy who's getting cut. And of course, somebody's in the comments like, why am I supposed to feel bad for somebody who has to go out and get a real job? <laughs> uh, I you, mean, yeah. dude, fuck you, man. Like this is somebody, these are guys who spent their whole life working for this goal. Right. Or yeah, not, let's not even like college, like the last four years, couple of years of high school, this was their main thing. Yeah. And they were, they got in, they're this close to achieving part of their dream. And then it ends and they got to figure out a different plan. Yeah. Uh, it's like, do I, do I feel bad for them compared to, you know, the, the homeless man sleeping on the street? No, of course not. <laughs> but it's like, we're, no. we're human and we have empathy for, for people who, you know, are so close to reaching the pinnacle and, you know, fall a little bit short. Yeah. I wasn't even telling you to feel bad for them. No. I was saying like, I don't want any of my jokes to be misconstrued as me making fun of dudes who aren't getting a further opportunity in the NFL. Um, it was, it just never, it, ne it never ceases to amaze me. Um, what always sure does, does amaze me, Will. DraftKings. DraftKings Sports Book. And I am ready to get back in on all of the action because football betting is the best betting. A new football season is about to begin. Get ready for the week one of NFL ball with DraftKings, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And to celebrate the return of ball of the foot, DraftKings is giving new customers a can't-miss you bet $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. If you want more action for opening night, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. Get up seven, you win. Bet on any NFL team of your choice, and if your team leads by seven points at any point during the game, you get paid instantly. Uh, I would avoid teams with bad offenses, for that bet. That's my official betting advice. But you can win there even if your team eventually loses. Just got to get up by seven. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR when you sign up to get $200 in free bets instantly. When you place a $5 bet on any football game, that's code DNVR. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NFL. You got to be 21 or older, Colorado only. Bonus issued as free bets. One early win token issued at opt in. Money line bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. 
I put all my money on the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> you just said all the money on the Falcons. And they're like, what's the bet, sir? The Falcons. I haven't seen their roster. I don't care. All I know is they have Matt Ryan, Devontae Freeman, Julio Jones, Tevin Coleman, Tevin Coleman, uh, Austin, Austin Hooper, Muhammad Sanu, all of the best players in the NFL. And I'm rolling with them this season. Oh, man. Who is their punter? Um, who Who's their punter? I don't know. Who was their punter? They had like a really, like a good punter for a long Michael time. Michael Kanan. No. Right? No. Yes. <laughs> I think I'm right. Hold on. Who am is I thinking of? The kicker, Matt Bryant? Bosher. Oh, Bosher. Yeah, you're right. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Suck it. Suck it, you fucking ass. I'm sorry. I got Suck that ass. <laughs> um, do they have the worst roster in the NFL, the Falcons? Oof. I mean, it's, I think it's between them and the Seahawks, but... Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, but the, the Seahawks, like... I, I do think the Seahawks have players elsewhere. They're just extremely bad at the most valuable position, which does drag like the quality of their team down yeah i mean i think seahawks have like a an average defense uh where the falcons still like how many defensive players can he name for the falcons besides aj terrell yeah aj terrell grady jarrett yeah Yeah. (laughs) for for a football podcast host yeah is deon sanders still there deon sanders um Let's see, Robert Alford. There you go. <laughs> Marcus Trufant, you know, all the guys. Yeah. Keith Brooking. Um, Jesse Tuggle. <laughs> Hot Atlanta. Okay. Now, another guy I was surprised to see go is McTelvin Ajim. Yeah. I thought it was a gim, but I keep hearing people say a gym. So, um, cause he, he just played well in that last preseason game. Really well, uh, but he's, he's on the practice squad. So the guys, some of the guys that got cut back on the squad, we got McTelvin, a on the practice squad, Quinn Bailey, Jonathan Harris, Fayon Hicks, Kendall Hinton, QB, Josh Johnson, Jonathan Kongbo, uh, Jaquan McMillan, Natane Moody, uh, Divine Ozigbo, Dylan Parham, Darius Shepard. Uh, yeah. So they got a bunch of guys back. Is Seth Williams the only guy they didn't they didn't put on the practice squad? Uh, I thought they did, but I don't know that that would really trip me up if they. Kept Shepard, not Seth Williams. Yeah, I don't see. Let's see here. I'm trying to find Seth Williams. So obviously he played well. He caught a touchdown in the preseason. I know, like, judging it based off of games is not how to you know, gauge performance uh, before the season, but yeah, we don't have access to the practices. So we're just going off of what we can see. Right. And 
they Brandon Johnson, who so you know, we were wondering about Virgil, Brandon Johnson, Seth Williams, Brandon Johnson, they put him on IR. So uh he should be on the roster. I think it's short term IR. Um, so yeah, maybe Seth Williams is the only I don't think they brought him back yet. I don't see that. Okay. Anymore. Um with Broncos wide receiver, Seth Williams has other practice squad opportunities per source. Weighing his Ooh. options. Ah. Broncos wide receiver room has more talented youth than most. That's from Mike Kliss. Okay. That's helpful. From Mike so, Kliss. He, yeah, he might be waiting for someone, a team that's going to pay him more to be on the practice squad. Yeah. Kind of like uh, when the Vikings gave Kyle Sloter a bunch of money uh, to go to their practice squad over the Broncos. Fair enough. So, um, yeah, those are your updates for players and where they eventually landed. Where's the depth chart? Here we go. All right. Any other surprises uh, in your mind, Will? Um, I guess we didn't talk about a big one, kind of, because we got uh, Rippin. As the backup quarterback, I like we said, I don't care. Uh, I, I actually care a little bit more about the punter. And they yeah, did that, release that Sam great. Martin, which surprised me a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's always good when you uh, can cut your punter for football-related reasons um, and not other stuff. But right. I, I felt a little bit bad for Sam Martin uh, with that punt he had against, um, against the Vikings where – uh, Boban Moyer just walked yeah. it into the end zone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously you can't judge him based off of that. It was a good punt, uh, but I thought that was kind of funny. Um, but no, I, yeah, I guess Corliss Wade. reaction was hilarious. Yeah, Corliss He Wade was like thrilled because it was a perfect punt. And the camera right on his yeah. face. And then I he mean, sees Boban Meyer fuck <laughs> it up. Uh, he's just like... Yeah, I mean, he really shouldn't be upset. Like, it's a preseason game. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like, you did your job. Right. I mean, it's hard, it's hard to say that to someone who's competitive and, and you know, it's in the moment. But um, you're judging it based off of process there, not the not the results of what your long snapper does or doesn't do. Yeah, correct. But we have a new partner after yeah. two years. Now, uh, Sam Martin – was decent. Like the Broncos had punter problems for a while. I felt like after they moved on from Colquitt, they bring in Marquette King. That doesn't work out. We go through Wadmania. Uh, just like guys who, like, and I think the Broncos ruined Marquette King. They wanted him to like change everything about how he punted, which, yeah, uh, I believe that was Tom McMahon's. We should, we should idea. get him on the show. I bet he'd come on. Oh, yeah. He loves talking about how they fucked him over. Um, <laughs> But then, like, Sam Martin, it's not like he was a punter that you were, like, blown away by, but consistent. Confident. Uh, it, was, it was just like we, – it was something we weren't complaining about. So, I honestly didn't even know there was a punter competition until, like, I saw Corliss Waitman in the preseason game. I was like, oh, who – we have, there's another punter out there? And also, I'm like, that's a pretty badass name. Corliss Waitman. It's like like that. So yeah, sounds like an NBA player from the early two thousands. 
Yeah, to me, it sounds like uh, he belongs like a like a mm, a sheriff in a western. Yeah, Corliss uh, Waitman <laughs> keeping the law in order, <laughs> and then he shoots like Biff that. Tannen off of a horse. We already have a sheriff though, so we'll have to think of a new nickname. Yeah, um, the waiting room, because <laughs> that because that ball's hanging up there for a long Ooh, time. The holding cell. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, so yeah, they they release Sam Martin, who I guess apparently like set the record last year for net punting yards for the Broncos or something. Don't care. Um, I don't know. <laughs> And it was originally reported that he wouldn't take a pay cut, and that's why they went with Corliss Waitman. And then the Broncos said, no, no, or, yeah, they said, no, no, we never asked him to take a pay cut. Uh, Corliss Waitman won the job uh, based on performance, so I don't know what's true, but probably somewhere in the middle that they did want him to take less money. (laughs) Like, if you got two punters you think are about the same, and maybe you think Waitman has a little more potential. Uh, you're yeah. going to save some money where you can. At this point, like those are the positions where you do try and carve out an extra million here or whatever for your salary cap. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just going to venture a guess and say that money had something to do with this decision. Yeah, I was because I'm working on the editing the Raiders episode, mm-hmm. and I, I'm like going through like old John Gruden footage when he's talking about cutting Khalil Mack and he's just talking about money so frequently there. <laughs> it's just like, you're using money as a reason to not pay a player like Khalil Mack. Uh, of course, money is going to be an issue when you've got a punter decision too. Is it is it wrong that I kind of, obviously hindsight's uh, 2050, but um, the decision to trade Khalil Mack and the return they got. I don't hate it. I don't hate the return, but you got to hit on the return and they yeah, didn't hit they on the picks, Obviously. So I don't know. I mean, I that, would... that weighs into it because they're terrible at drafting and to get two first round picks when you know you suck at drafting. Um, obviously that factors into things. <laughs> yeah. I would have paid Khalil Mack. I would have kept Amari Cooper. Uh, and they still could have drafted uh, Max Crosby when they did. And then they would have had two really good edge rushers at the same time. Um, I don't they, know. They were the only team that would have benefited while they had Mayak and Gruden from just trading down. And I don't mean like for players or for extra picks. I mean just swapping a first rounder for a second rounder. They would have saved yeah. money. They would have yeah. – drafted better players it would have been beneficial as a whole yeah it's like every because what ultimately happened it was all a mess but there were i don't know it's you could i mean you can look at it a lot of ways um yes and i don't want this to turn into a raiders podcast because i'd rather uh eat thumbtacks than talk about the raiders all the time because I just it. did. I'll do I'm, it. I got, I got thumbtacks right here. I'll munch these right now. You eat those. We'll keep talking about the Raiders. Uh, Stay. T- watch this podcast and figure out why Will's mouth starts bleeding. <laughs> it's not mouth herpes this time. 
<laughs> Finally, <laughs> got rid of that. Yeah, let's um, not do that. Let's we'll no. save that for later. We'll save that for the Patreon. Yes. Uh, Matt Henningsen makes the the roster. So again, defensive line looks uh, pretty solid, especially with Mike Purcell coming back for the depth there. Uh, they got a lot of linemen. Uh, and they're probably going to need it till they figure out exactly the, the perfect combo there. But Graham Glasgow makes the team. Luke Walk- Luke Wattenberg uh, still on the team. Yeah. So other than that, it's pretty straightforward. Uh, Mooty, though, Moody is on the practice squad. Yeah. They waved him. He ends up on the practice squad. Uh, I guess out of all of their draft picks, the only one that got waved is Fayon Hicks, who I think was their – their final pick. Yeah. And um, he's he back struggled. On the squad. Yeah. He struggled a little bit uh, when we saw him in the preseason. Yeah. Like a lot of guys in the Bills game. But um, yeah, it's always good when you can hang on to everybody if you're in your draft class. That's a, another good thing about the practice squad being expanded. Yeah. And I think like we knew Mike Boone was going to seal up the, the third spot for running back. Booner. Uh, I do like that they had I thought Divine uh Ozigbo had a few nice runs when he got because yeah. he only got to play in one game for them. They signed him kind of late, but I think that's a, a solid back to have on your practice squad if somebody goes there. down and you got to move a guy up. Like I was like, oh, I think I think there's something there uh with Ozigbo. So now <laughs> We actually get to prepare to watch Russell Wilson play quarterback. Who for this team? What? Who are you talking about? There's this new guy in town. Yeah, a lot of people don't like him because he's short. Will uh, that's he probably doesn't get a lot of matches on Tinder. No, everybody swipes the way that you are denied. Is that left? That was left. Yes. Swipe left, and it's no. That's correct. Okay, yeah. He gets swiped left so hard. People think he's a little bit cheesy, a little too short, but he's going to be the Broncos quarterback. And the wait is over. It's kind of like I did want to see him play during the preseason a little bit, so I just, but now that it's over, it's, it's kind of it's a little more special <laughs> to see him oh, walk you see the it. for the first time when it matters. Gets yeah. his old team on Monday Night Football. Joe and Troy Aikman, Hank Williams Jr. That troll, somebody tw- tagged me in this tweet. Hold on. I want to get this. Yeah. Uh, Lord Kadiddy, NFL game preview picks, Broncos Seahawks, Adam Rank, friend of the show, Enemy predicts of the show now. a Seahawks win. At a score of 34 to 10. Jesus Christ. Oh, Rank, you are playing with fire. I don't like that. Ban- you, you're banned from the show, Rank. He's suspended. Suspended, yeah. Suspended like Tlaib. Who else did we suspend? Uh, I don't know. No. Oh. Um. Yeah, well, he's there with Talib. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> Enjoy the bench. Yeah. Did you I see? Do you, did you see the the 
the tweet with Russell Wilson throwing the prime football? Uh, I saw it with uh, Justin Herbert throwing it. Herbert was throwing a prime football. Yeah. What is it? What is that? <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, it's just a skinny football. Yeah. So like Amazon's marketing and selling like a skinny football. Yeah, I guess so. I guess it's like a the John Elway vortex football. The prime football. Yeah. What the fuck? In a bid to get fans pumped for a season of streaming NFL games on Thursday nights, Amazon has turned to a couple league star quarterbacks to toss a new prime football. Uh, like the allegedly redesigned football are a bit of a stretch. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing, Amazon. I, I, I'm just going to put this out there. You don't need anything to get fans pumped up for football. It's yeah. just going to happen regardless. They're going you know to tune it, in. <laughs> they, the, the results are out. The jury is out. They're going to watch. It doesn't matter. You can put Jags Falcons on every week, and it will get better ratings than every other sport combined. Yeah. You want to piss people off? Fuck with the football. Yeah. <laughs> Do not taint the football. Baseball has had this problem for quite a few years now. Um, the football has got to be consistent. It's got to be round. It's got to be pointed at both ends. Yeah. And you got to be able to throw it far. Yeah. I don't like this because I think Jeff Bezos is too powerful. And this seems like the first step uh, in his quest to replace the current NFL footballs. Um, Yeah. I mean, we should clarify that they're not using these footballs in the games. No, but this is step one, Will. But he is trying that. I'm sure that is his goal. And also, if they are smaller, uh, makes me a little bit upset because my one like complaint about NFL footballs are kind of they're a little big. They're kind of hard. They're to a little big. They're a little big. Yeah. I kind of like. I actually can kind of relate to Tom Brady on that one, and Kenny Pickett. Yeah, I get it. I, yeah, I, I feel like I would probably throw better with gloves. Yeah. That you know, but but you can't pass up an opportunity to make fun of uh, a quarterback who wears them. No. Although Teddy Bridgewater did, and nobody questioned uh, his hand size. That's true. That was just kind of like built in. Like, I don't think, I think Teddy was a gloves on all the time kind of guy. Like he's like the gloves stay on during sex. Yeah, so well, so is Pickett. <laughs> They're like, there's a reason he's got to have. Yeah, the he's like hiding something. Teddy is like, that's just a choice. That's just how Teddy likes it. It's just style, baby. Yeah. Okay. Um, do, you, do you think it's kind of funny that OJ didn't wear gloves on the field, but he did uh, after his career? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess if you think murder is funny, Will. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't. You got to do the... Everything you forgot about O.J. Simpson in six minutes or less video. Well, everything I forgot about him, I haven't forgot much about O.J. I think about uh, him every night. I do. (laughs) I use the uh, O.J. Mahomes clip in my new video. 
You thieving son of a gun. <laughs> nice. It's, there's nothing better than that clip. <laughs> hey, it's me, OJ Mahomes. Hey, Twitter world, it's me, OJ Mahomes. Hello, Twitter world, it's me, OJ Mahomes. Um, yeah, I hope I don't get um, like banned from YouTube. For this using one. that? It's OJ heavy. No. Yeah. Okay. I'm Pretty just OJ like. I'm, yeah, you're you're all right. Okay. I don't, I'm just I'm new to this. Yeah. Will sucks at games. Go subscribe now and good night. And we're finally going to see Russell Wilson on the field in like ten days, eleven 10 days. days, twelve days. And he September has 12th. both of his ACLs, unlike John Elway, who plays his entire career without one. Knocking on wood right now. <laughs> the wait is almost over, and we are almost ready to ride into a new football season. Oh, my God. You can get ready for NFL Week 1 action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To celebrate the return of football, DraftKings is giving new customers a can't-miss offer. Bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. Want more action on opening night? Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. Get up 7 you win. Bet on any NFL team of your choice, and if your team leads by seven points at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR. That's promo code DNVR to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. you got to be 21 or older. Colorado only. Bonus is issued as free bets. One early win token issued at opt-in. Moneyline bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.